I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today is interior designer and author Mark Allen Polo. Welcome, Mark. Well, thank you for having me. So glad to have you in the studio today. You were brought to my attention because of a, a new novel that you have out. In fact, your first novel, I believe. Yes, it but, is. But what I'd love to do is go back to uh, the earlier years of your writing. How did you become a writer, and how did that evolve into uh, uh, attacking your first novel? Well, firstly, I was trained as a fine artist, and that's what I was how I was schooled. And uh, my father desperately begged me to create a career that would actually bring in a salary. <laughs> so it became about interior design. Mm -hmm. And I loved the creativity. What I loved about it was not so much the, the physical furniture, and, but interpreting what people had in their heads and making their wish lists come true. So it was creation. And so that satisfied the artistic being in me. But... Part of what made me become a writer um, it w was that it was much more portable mm -hmm. and I could be creative and take it anywhere. And if I had an idea, I would just be able to express it. And it was as creative for me as fine arts or interior design. So, so when did you begin dabbling in writing? It was all through my career. I okay. would write. And then um, with the, uh, I'm old enough to say with the dawn of the internet, um, I was able to write blogs for my website, and then I wrote stories for newspapers and magazines that about interior design. So that's where it started. And then I got I uh, I took a trip down. My brother lives in South Carolina, off of Buford, mm -hmm. and I was driving there, and I was driving. The, the road was filled with moss moss covered trees and beautiful scenery and I passed this shrimp. Buford is a beautiful town. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> lovely. I mean, it's, it, if you were to wish for a town, it would be that wish. In fact, there's some famous films that have been done there, I believe. Lots of them, lots yeah, of them, yeah. Lots of them. Yeah. Um, and I just saw this book. I saw hmm. the characters and the minute I got to my brother's house, I started writing it and it never stopped. And I became intimately involved with the characters. They became almost family. And, and I enjoyed writing about their complexity and the layers. And mm -hmm. then it became what I term a Southern novel because it was filled with a lot of those layers and, and um, the characters are not all bad and all good. And, and what I like about the South and, and Southern writing is the language that, that pushes that idea forward. Now, in in your earlier writings, you mentioned some of the interior design type writings. Did yeah. you do any fictional writing along the way prior to this novel? Oh, I've done short stories. Okay. Um, late the past two years, they've been published. Um, so I've been very fortunate okay. in that regard. And you've been working, I believe, with Devil's Party Press. Yes, Is that I have. correct? That's where the first publications have started, yes. Now, how did that relationship start? M my husband, actually, um, Norm... Um, found an article in the newspaper about write a finish your damn novel. <laughs> and um, he cut it out for me and he said, you need to do this because you're always writing and you just need to do this. And I went to see them and it was immediate. It was comfortable. The group of people was varied, um, coming from all parts of the country, all different um, uh, careers, and they were good. 
they were good writers. And mm. I had had a, a, a writing group in Manhattan and they were equal to that and some better. And I just, I just loved being with them. I connected with them like I didn't connect with a lot of the other people that I've written with. Mm -hmm. So it, it stuck. And now it's been four years of that group. Now, how long from the, the concept of this novel to the publication? Oh, well, well over 15 years, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would knit it like a sweater and then, and then unravel it and then knit it again. And every character did everything until it fit. Hmm. So have have some characters come into your life over that fifteen year period that become characters in the novel? I mean, does it evolve that way? It or? does. I think um, not to divulge too much of the novel, right. but um, I, I at least my experience is writing fiction that you bring your life and your experience to it. So it's it's it, it's a nonfiction fiction. It, there are pieces of people, pieces, you put them together differently, but there are people that you know, people you've loved, people you haven't liked over the years, and they all wind up on paper. Mm -hmm. Is is it uh, of the type that uh, someone could be reading this novel and say, that sounds kind of like me? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, I'm thinking. <laughs> One or two come to mind. <laughs> so, so it, it was your uh, your visiting the South that and that really began the 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 ideas for this. I think our family always had an affinity. Okay. Um, for we always we always traveled south for vacations, and my father, the minute he hit Virginia, would adopt a Southern accent. Oh, interesting. And I I, I never understood it, and then I said, "Why do you do that, Dad?" And he said, "Because they'll take they'll take me on better hmm. than if I didn't." Interesting. And, and then my brother wound up living in South Carolina with my sister-in-law, lived in South Carolina. So um, there's always been that attraction. Okay. So when was the book actually published? It was uh, actually released about three weeks ago. And it just occurred to me, I don't think we've mentioned the title of the novel. The title of the novel is Mosquitoes and Men. Now, can you give a brief synopsis, like the... The, yeah. the jacket cover synopsis without giving anything away? With, with the jacket cover <laughs> okay. in front of me. <laughs> um, it's, it's about Faustus Madigan. Um, he is part of twins. He has an older sister, and he's been away from his ancestral home for about 25 years. He had left abruptly, and he's been up in Manhattan, and now he's come back for his father's funeral. And it's roughly a three-day funeral and five days in total. And lots of things unfold with the um, transition of power mm -hmm. since the father, the head of the household has, and the plantation has shifted. And there are new idea ideas and new power and combinations of power Interesting. that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you describe it as a Southern Gothic. Southern Gothic, contemporary yeah. Southern Gothic. Okay. With lyrical prose, okay. a very long title, very long category. So it's a contemporary setting. <laughs> it is a contemporary okay. setting. Yeah, it's, okay. it's after the it's two thousand two. Okay, yeah. fascinating, fascinating. Yeah. So um, uh, a, during that fifteen year process, mm -hmm. were there particular uh, dry spells? Were there periods of oh my gosh, I got to get this down on paper? Be Yes. Yeah. There were several years where I just I had to put it. I had to put it away. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't bear ripping it apart again. Um, there is an old adage that editing is your best friend. 
it became my enemy because every time I touched the, the novel, I, I just ripped it apart and characters changed their definitions. Mm-hmm. And um, I put it away for several years and then I, I, uh, it surfaced again. It, and it surfaces almost as if it has a life of its own. I didn't want to, but I did. And then all of a sudden, the characters captured me again. And consequently, I'm, I have two novels in in the hopper right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one being um, a novel called um, "The Truth About Fish and Teacups," and then there's a prequel to "Mosquitoes and Men" coming after that. Oh, interesting! Yeah. Now, um, did you have a single editor working with you on this, or how, how does that process uh, work? There were two. Uh, Deborah Emin was the first, and then. Um, we had uh, had David Yurkovich and Diane Pierce mm-hmm. after that from Devil's from Party Devil Press. Party's Press, okay. right? Who accepted the novel, okay. right? And and uh, how does how does that work back and forth for for our listeners who aren't familiar with the whole writing publishing process? Well, uh, since both editors were very different in character, um, Deborah Emin had wanted me to. Um, I wrote it was written in first person mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted it to be a story told in an easy chair to someone. Mm-hmm. That's how I wanted it to be read. Um, uh, she had suggested doing it in third person, and I, I resisted it. Um, but we worked together, and she's a, she's a brilliant editor. Um, but then moving down to Delaware, I met David and Diane, and they were able to gracefully lead me with my own voice, which is a rare combination. And when they did edit, they edited very gently, and they pushed and and kneaded and prodded just enough to make it still my own voice without ripping it mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. Now, are there times you, you kind of alluded to this? Are there times when you um, would get mired in the details? I'm 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 thinking. I don't know why. I'm thinking of that the scenes in Throw Mama from the Train, <laughs> where where you know Billy Crystal is trying to think of that one word in the opening line. <laughs> yes, I, there there are details that I, I since I'm an interior designer, I'm very visual. So when I read, I I want to be very well immersed in the atmosphere. So the book is very filled with atmosphere and the details of the characters. And that sometimes did get me stuck. And I had to, and where I had to edit was um, largely to pull back some of that so that you didn't lose the thought of the action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a a great segue into my next question. But let me first remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is author and interior designer Mark Allen Polo. We're talking about uh, Mark's work as, as a writer and specifically his new novel, Mosquitoes and Men. Now, Mark, you talked a little bit about your work as an interior designer. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how uh, you've started to talk about how that sort of informs some of your writing. Well, <clears throat> interior design is an investigative art. You have to understand who you're working with. So that's ba- it's personality-driven. And then you have to express that in in their their home. And... My style is one of when I'm done, it doesn't look like it was done in a week. It looks like it evolved. Mm -hmm. So that means that there are layers and layers are important to me. And that's how writing, it feels the same way and expresses the same things. And that's how I I, I write. 
So with with that in mind, does does the setting, the 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 look of the room, oh, absolutely uh, play? Does it become a character in your oh, novel the, almost? The, well, it's a plantation house, so it's right. a very strong character. Right. It's an exaggeration of a home, mm-hmm. and it the details are very well expressed. You you could after reading it, close your eyes and see yourself standing in in the middle of this this home. Mm-hmm. It's it's detailed with the kinds of fabrics and the lushness and the um, and all the details and the collections and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I I know your your primary work as interior design is in northern New Jersey. What brought you to Delaware? We needed a vacation <laughs> desperately one year and basically threw an internet dart and just uh, put in rental ocean you know waterfront and we came up with Delaware. And our first uh, vacation rental was in Broadkill. Mm-hmm. And then we did it for four more years. And we wound up um, buying a house down here. Okay. Yeah. And we originally started in Rehoboth and then magically and gratefully moved to Milton. Oh, so you're in Milton. Milton, Which yes. is where Devil's Party Press is Exactly. Based. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that, that's really interesting. So how long have you been affiliated with Devil's Party Press? It's been four four years. Okay. Four years. And your novel, Mosquitoes and Men, uh, can be purchased through their online shop, I believe, yes, as well as can. through Amazon. And through Amazon, so. right. So it's www.devilspartypress.com. Okay. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm curious because I honestly don't know. How, how does an author get a book? I mean, through the publisher, that makes sense. Yeah. How do you get a book available through Amazon? You just, you, you can just, you go to Amazon Books and right. then uh, the website comes up. Okay. And then you just type in my name or Mosquitoes and Men and there'll be other related topics, but you'll find the book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But how did you get it, Amazon, to That was through it? the publisher. Okay. So that the publisher. Was, that that was their work. They worked tirelessly okay. in promoting. Okay. Which is lovely. That's great. <laughs> now, in in your writing, uh, are you still doing some of the more journalistic type writing about interior design? I have to. I have to create blogs every week. It's requirement. Okay. And I then have to answer questions when people um, contact our our website, okay. my office. Are there specialties in interior design? Certain types of spaces you work with, or it's typically whole homes. Okay. And I have a um, a, coll- a group of core clients that I'll be doing two, three, four houses for them. Okay. And it's typically on the Eastern seaboard, but I've worked nationally. I've worked in California, Texas. Okay. Now, when do you get your writing done? Are you one of these insomniacs who is up all night writing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) All of a sudden I'll be, I'll, I'll have an idea. Uh-huh. I, I try to think about it constantly whenever I can, and uh, and then all of a sudden the idea hits and the combination hits, and then I try to write it down. So I will write at 12 or 2 in the morning or 7 in the morning or 3 in the afternoon, just depending on what space and, uh, and time I have. Now, I, I'm curious, what does writing do for you? I mean, what, what, what do you get out of writing? Portable art. Um, when I was doing fine arts, there was a lot of accessories. There were boxes and paints and pencils and all of that and canvases. Now it's a laptop Mm -hmm. and I get to create what I get to put what's in my head on paper. Mm -hmm. Same thing. 
What What do you find in in your the writing process? What What are the greatest challenges that you face? Voice, making sure that the characters are distinct uh, because they can blend because it's all coming from your head. And mm-hmm. you, you'll have a wonderful phrase or a snarky comment, and you'll put it down. You'll realize that that character shouldn't really say that. So you pull it back, you save it because it's really good and you hope that the next character can use it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Do do you ever read any of your work aloud to hear what it sounds like? Very important. I read, I've read this book several times aloud and there are certain passages that are verbally, I believe, beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm, you know, I I do that. I would think, especially if you have conversation in, in your books, which presumably you do. Absolutely. And you have to get that voice and, and this distinct, each voice has its own power or gentility. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, what are you most proud about with uh, Mosquitoes and Men? Oh, gosh, the words. I, 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 read, I read for, as I said before, a, a sense of strong sense of place, but I also like beautiful words. Otherwise, there's really, there's a whole um, category that I miss if I don't have beautiful words mm-hmm. to hear. And to absorb, and that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned you're working on a couple other novels. Yes, is that right? Yep. Now, without divulging too no. much, what what has been the inspiration for those? Um, you uh, mentioned one I think is a sequel. Right? Yeah, a prequel. Or a prequel. It's a prequel, prequel to Mosquitoes, Mosquitoes and Men. Okay. It's how we got to the beginnings of the the new chat, the the new power struggle okay so it's a it's a back history mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the other one is truth about fish and teacups is about two sisters one in the south yet again and one up north that have been separated by a tragic accident and the one up north is coming home and is that also a contemporary setting yes okay yes so uh now in in your writings do you do uh do you do more of it when you're on vacation or or is this a, a continual, continual process for you? It's continual. Oh. I, I, it, it's what I do to to chill out, calm down, um, get out of myself. It's uh, exactly what I did when I was painting, and and exactly. hen- hence the portable art. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and traffic jams. You know. <laughs> so now you you studied interior design. Yes, I did. Correct. Yes. So did you do any study of, of literature or, I mean, where, where does your back, do you draw from styles of literature or from, are there favorite writers of yours? Yes, Welty, Conroy, um, um, those are probably the two that come to mind relatively quickly. Fanny Flagg is another one, Fried mm-hmm. Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just love the juxtaposition of extremely odd characters. And the simple things that bring them together. Mm-hmm. Now, in your novels, it, 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 these I presumably are believable characters. You've because yes. you've drawn from from, from real life. life. Absolutely, yeah. personalities are constructed based on the storyline, but there are bits and pieces of three or four people in one character. You know, could be more, could be less, but that's the way it works, and you create your own world. Mm-hmm. Now, as uh, as as a writer, I'm I'm curious your your take on this. Uh, we are becoming more and more of a visual society, and yes. and snippets of you know, 280 yes. character tweets and so on. Talk about the value of reading, particularly the ki- the type of literature that you. 
it com- composed. It slows you down. It makes you really pay attention to detail. And that's, again, why I write and why I read. If I, if I don't have that detail, I, I, I lose interest. Um, so n- that in itself slows you. I mean, the world is so fast-paced. It's, you know, if, we, if we're not texting, uh, you, don't, you can't often reach somebody, actually, if you call them. But texting, you'll mm-hmm. get them. Mm-hmm. And it's the same. It's the same instrument in their hands, mm-hmm. and so I just find, and so it's just the shorter the better now. So mm-hmm. I want it long and involved and and luscious. Yeah, we we've become a society that's so bombarded with so much, oh so goodness. quickly that yes. we don't take time to reflect. We, we I, I yeah. think we honestly can't because so mm-hmm. much information is available to us. We're hearing about dogs dying in Ethiopia. Yeah, and and it's as much of the news as what's going on here today. So it's just a jumble. Right, right. Yeah. Now, are you a, are you a uh, book in hand type person as opposed to a digital book? Or yes, I am. Yeah. I like the feel. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the feel. As a matter of fact, we we're going to we're going to be producing mosquitoes and men in hardcover. Okay, because I like hardcover. Right. I think there's nothing better on on a beach than a hardcover book. <laughs> now, presently, it's available in paperback. Paperback, right. yes. Okay. But, but you're going to have a hardback edition yes, as well. Yes, in a couple of months, we're doing hardback, and okay. we'll be doing book book signings up in northern New Jersey and in uh, and in Delaware. Okay, are are you still a uh, newspaper subscriber? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, paper, that paper in hand. There's, paper there's, in hand. There's something something to be said about that tactile. There is uh, sense of, of reading. Matter of fact, one of the one of the people that uh, bought the book um, put something on Facebook. She said, "Call me crazy, but I love the feel of this book." Oh, well, that's and great. that meant a lot to me. That's great. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks so much for joining us today. Our guest today has been Mark Allen Polo, the author of a new novel, Mosquitoes and Men, available through Devil's Party Press as well as Amazon Books. Uh, it's really been a delight chatting with you about your writing, your interior design, and, and how this has all evolved. Well, thank you so much.